I pissed myself. And I took off my pants, hung them in the locker room to dry, and put on my basketball shorts. Hey, Roaches. I'm Todd Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week for the show, I take a guest secondhand shopping. After we gather a thrift haul, we record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Welcome to a new edition of Thrifty Podcast, secondhand shopping for worm people. Throw those W's in the air. Welcome, everybody. It is a brand spanking new season. I'm your host, Toddy, as usual, and I'm joined this week by Ben Deedles of our pal podcast, Neon Brainiacs. Ben, what's up, brother? How's it going? What's up, Toddy? First time guest on the show. I know. I can't believe it. I'm I'm thrilled to be here today. Greggy was on a couple weeks ago. I know. I don't know. Can I call him Greggy? You can call him Greggy. Yeah, he's cool with that. When he's not around, I call him Greggy, and then when he's here, I give him a hard handshake and call him Greg. Call him Greg, yeah. You know, we were talking off mic. Greg is just one of the nicest guys probably in the world. Yes. So... Yeah, I, I think he'd be okay with Greggy. Yeah, so yeah. Ben, it is your first time on the show. I'm yeah. so happy to have you. And I feel like we've been having fun like all evening. We did like yeah. Din Din. Yeah, we Din Din. We got to have some pho. Is that, yeah. is that the correct pronunciation of that? Yeah. I always thought it was faux, but again, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit of an ignoramus when it comes to certain things. When I was younger, <laughs> like like Vietnamese, Chinese food, stuff like that, that was like a big interest, so I yeah. would fuck that up all the time. Okay. So the only reason, <laughs> I'm not saying I know that because I'm so knowledgeable. <laughs> the only reason is like when I would say a dish's name, they would say, they would, like, if I went in there, and I had, like, years ago, and I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take the faux. Yeah. And they go... Cool, uh, fa. Yeah, and and um and so I'm like, okay, you say it, fa. Yeah. That's how that's how okay. I, and um the, um when I used to eat Indian as well, I would say chicken vindaloo when okay. I was a teenager, and yeah. then I noticed while I was like, I noticed they would say, oh cool, the chicken vindaloo. Yeah, and so now I know it's chicken vindaloo because I'm like, yeah, they they sort of passive aggressively corrected you a bit, but mm-hmm. you know it's okay. Yeah, you they learn. knew what I meant. Yeah. They knew what I meant, <laughs> yeah. and that's why I was like, okay, okay. So wasn't doing that. But yeah, no, we had some delicious pho just a, just a mere minutes ago. Mere minutes ago, <laughs> and as I revealed to you. <laughs> that was my second time eating at that yeah. place today. I felt bad because I was like, well, because you were like, hey, pick something. I was like, oh, uh, tacos. Well, we tried to go to the Mexican we try, place. We tried tacos. <laughs> yeah. We tried tacos. We walk in the taco joint, half hour wait, and I yeah. didn't want to be rude, but I was like, nah, I'm yeah, not waiting. We're going to skate. So, so yeah. no, I absolutely love the place that we went. Yeah. So, like, I'm cool with it. Cool, cool. I'm way cool with it. 
Um, and I then, felt a little bad because I was like, oh, man, I'm making him eat here again. Yeah. It's le- legit. <laughs> like, pho is legit my favorite food. Nice. Like, nice. we're talking, like, soups and ramens and noodles. Yep. That's, like, my jam. Okay. And candy. Yeah, and candy. If that's they put good. Skittles in it, that's where then, we are. Yeah, your head would explode probably. And it was a first-time <laughs> Goodwill outlet shopper. Ben yes. Deedles did. That was you. First time. Yeah, I mean, I've been to plenty of thrift stores in my day, but that was my first experience seeing the the you know the crates get wheeled out or the bins rather. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was interesting, man, and it was really cool. Yeah, and I always like to take first timers to Goodwill outlets because obviously with thrifty podcasts we try to shop by the pound as much as possible. Yeah. So when I take first timers. I, I've gotten some like reactions where they were like, whoa, too spooky for me. Yeah. <laughs> and then I've got people that like even like go like, OK, I got to dive right in. And then they like over dive in. Okay. And I'm like, no, you kids like have more, more etiquette. Than yeah, that. <laughs> more I, etiquette. I felt like you were right in the middle, like you were right in the sweet spot. That's good. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I even made a new friend, an aspiring music or a magician. Magician. Yeah. Doing some tricks. Doing some tricks. Yeah. Actually, uh drew me okay my initials which i saved uh-huh it was a, a younger man a younger man you know uh-huh and um yeah so he, he, asked, drew? he asked my initials and he wrote them down for me bd the, there you go the, and those are bubble letters too yeah bubble letters which you know pretty depending cool. on your you know drawing skills could be difficult to do mm-hmm. so aspiring artist and musician and that's why um and that's uh, the culture of the goodwill outlet and the type of folks that go there and i've been in the game for a bit so and and i we live in western pa so that's where the show tapes out of so in western pa i know like a lot of the common folk uh-huh. so this younger this younger kid what happens is is like his parents his parents are there almost every day okay and they drag him there and give him no supervision and then he just goes and talks to like everybody there Mm -hmm. and like there's you just talk back because you're just like what it doesn't it's not a hinder like yeah yeah and like me he comes to talk to me like almost every time i'm there yeah so that's why i told you i was like i i might have seemed cold because i just i'm like dude (laughs) i do the shtick yeah magician (laughs) he's gonna write your he's gonna write the two letters (laughs) like very sweet you already know his routine yeah Yeah, very sweet kid there's he's so sweet he's so sweet yeah. yeah but i'm like i i do this yeah. <laughs> once a week i like let it i do the whole shtick you know sometimes he um it actually the tricks get in more interesting because sometimes he finds like a deck of cards okay so he does some card stuff that's pretty i i'm kind of jealous i didn't get to see any of that and, but. and just like most magicians you know that you have to do your set over and over before you perfect it so mm-hmm. today was more of a freestyle okay yeah. so he didn't have cards <laughs> he didn't have the cards yeah, yeah so because one time he came up to me and he was just like pick a card and yeah. i'm like Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll, right. give yeah. I'll give you this. I'll give you this. And then did a whole thing. So yeah, that's the goodwill outlet. Yeah. He was very friendly. Offered me um, some of the crumbs that were left over from his blueberry pop tart. Yeah, too. And he'll I was do like, that. Hey, you know, um, I know we're probably gonna eat later. I didn't want to spoil my dinner. Yeah. Didn't want to spoil my pho. Didn't want to spoil the pho. He didn't <laughs> know the pho was coming. You know, he didn't know, and you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, very friendly fellow. In the thrift hall for this week to start a brand new season because last week we did a prequel. The week before that was a live show. Mm-hmm. So this is the, the first 
in earnest thrifty episode in some time. Nice. We have one of the best thrift hauls in recent memory, Ben. Yeah. And I will say top 10. It breaks the top 10. Really? Maybe the top eight or nine. Damn. I haven't ever like literally like lined it up. Damn. But I'm honored. It, it's like eight, nine, or ten in there because we got some killer freaking stuff. Yeah, um, I'll say. Hop over to Thrifty, the Thrifty Podcast page to see the video, which is up now of our thrift haul, and um, so you could actually see the visuals of all this cool stuff. But thrifting all week, the biggest, uh, the biggest thing that I've got today, I was gonna say the tallest but it's by far not the tallest yeah. <laughs> but i guess the most uh the the most sought after pieces we're going to start off with first okay yeah so what i have here and there's about 15 or 16 of them um are he-man masters of the universe action figures yeah you you definitely have some here and we uh we grew up in i guess like the 80s early 90s somewhere mm-hmm. around there definitely and Masters of the Universe was uh it wasn't absolutely huge, I don't think, for either of us. No, I mean I watched it. You right. Know, but it like You had some of the toys you said. I did have some of the toys. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a skeletor. You know, cool. I mean, you know. Everybody you have to yeah, have a skeletor. Come on. Yeah. Um so the the figures that I got today, they date back between nineteen eighty one and nineteen eighty three. I didn't realize that He Man was it now was was this one of the ones that was just action figures at first, and then they made the cartoon, mm-hmm. or was okay? It was kind of well, they kind of happened at the same time, but okay. there was such an interest in the toys that they made more episodes, and then since they made more episodes, they made more toys. Okay, so it sort of fed into one of the another, but they were both like super accepted. Yeah. Um, one one of the downfalls of the series is it actually got it it actually became like like super accepted. Yeah. So they had a lot of um like B side and C side characters that they were selling, so it saturated the market. Yeah, which I noticed looking at um yeah, some of the figures you have here. I was like, I don't recognize all these guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but some of these we have today are the OGs. That's cool. Um We've had um, this a different episode. We had Moss Man on. Okay. Moss Man was one of the Masters of the Universe action figures. Okay. So, but Moss Man was by himself. Just him. Now Moss Man has like 15 or 16 pals yeah. to moss it <laughs> yeah. up with. Yeah. Because we <laughs> even got a Castle Grayskull. Yeah. A moss pit, if you will. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> moss Man in his moss pit. Yeah, in his moss pit. And Castle Grayskull <laughs> is that moss pit. Yep. And this is the original <laughs> Castle Grayskull. Yeah. Now, as I was digging through the outlet bins, I was finding piece by piece. Okay. In something that I think should be said about um, a lot of these action figures and about Castle Grayskull uh, in general, is a lot of the tiny pieces, they actually sometimes sell for a lot of money. Yeah. Because, sure, the figures are quite pricey sometimes, mm-hmm. but... You know, growing up with that, you lost you lost the accessories, you lost the sword, Easy. you lost the body armor, yep. whatever. Yeah. And so on the on the resale market, a lot of the times people will just be like, "Oh, this is like um, He Man's sword," or like "This is Moss Man's net." Yeah. Like, um, so with Castle Grayskull, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think I have it complete. 
Damn. I have it complete, I think. I, I think because a lot of the pieces that go with it, there's a trap door okay. that sometimes people lose. Yeah, okay. There is um, Skeletor's chair. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes yep. they lose a chair. And um, there's like a grappling hook. There's like an elevator. Yeah. And I'm digging like through the little pieces of like busted Christmas ornaments <laughs> and glass. And I'm finding these little things and hyper focused on it. And then like even the door gets lost. I got the mm-hmm. door. So I, I haven't 100% fact checked. And again, I'm not like I wasn't super super into the kids, so I can't identify it by looking. It's pretty complete. I'm pretty sure it's complete yeah. though. Like um, you said, I I totally get what you're saying about the accessories. I mean, being a little tyke, you know, you're not always keeping track of that mm-hmm. stuff. You leave it at a friend's or whatever. Yeah. You go and visit their moss pit, and mm-hmm. you know, lose a couple accessories. Mm-hmm. They come to your moss yeah. pit. <laughs> it just sinks into the swamp. Yep. Yeah, and pretty there much. There you go. Before you know it, you lost a trap door. So. Um, and so uh, uh, something that I, I learned, and this is, uh, I think I already knew it, but it was one of those things where I saw it in print and it made sense. A lot of the resale market for these, you know, how there's like a band inside their body uh-huh. that like holds, well, we could pick them up, like how they holds on their legs and stuff yeah. like this. Well, sometimes they like loosen up or the band rot. So there's like a lot of like, it's like leg looseness versus leg tightness. Okay. And so like people will be like loose legs. Yeah. Loose leg He-Man. Here. Yeah. yeah. And then like tight legs. Um, and then some are like moderate legs. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't stand him up, but like yeah. he's fine. So I decided to go through some of these is because I had some of these as a kid. Um, huge wrestling fan. Yeah. And they were the size of wrestlers. So you could hang, oh, hang, yeah. hang out together. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So I would make like a a bad guy stable of yeah. He-Man guys like invade. <laughs> that bullshit we yeah. all did. Um, so the first one I, I'm, I wanted to go over for a couple of different reasons, and I'll pass it over um, after I talk about it a little bit. This right here I had as a kid, um, and I never had their accessories as a kid. Oh, wow. I have the accessories and the guy now. Um <laughs> You got so, the whole deal. <laughs> so um, this is Man at Arms is his name. And they made these figures from 1981 to 1983. Um, in the cartoon, he's depicted with a older and he's depicted with a mustache. Okay. Because he's like the general type. Yeah. Um, but he's in a green bodysuit, uh, a blue helmet, and you'll see that in the cover art. But I have his like orangish, yellowish body armor. I have his arm, uh, like his arm armor, and then also his club. Yeah, which he only has armor on the one arm. Yeah, is just, that, yeah, why is that? maybe a Mad Max thing. I don't okay, know. I but see, like, um, the only piece I'm missing for him, he has uh, how he has that like one arm protector. He has one leg protector. Okay. So you put like the protector on the one arm and the and opposing leg, the just opposite a, leg for okay. composition type yeah. stuff. Um, it's like his aesthetic. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So Man at Arms was actually known as a heroic master of weapons. Um, his real name is Duncan. Um, <laughs> Duncan. Duncan. But despite being a soldier and a master of weapons, he's primarily peaceful and prefers alternatives to fighting. Oh, that's good. So it's all posture. Yeah. It's all just, yeah, he's just he's just putting on a show here. Again, his aesthetic. His yeah. aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the important things to know 
about man-at-arms is he is one of the three people in the He-Man Masters of the Universe universe that knows He-Man's identity. Ooh, he's one of okay. the one of the three, and he's actually one of the first figures ever produced. Wow! So yeah. he's one of the oldest. So to have almost complete Man-at-Arms with accessories. Um, that particular one was released in uh, 1983, but yeah. he was first mass-produced in na- 1981, so one of the first to be created. The other three that were created at the same time with him was He-Man, Skeletor, and Beast-Man. And Beast-Man. So he's okay. like the four horsemen. Yeah, of he's one of the orig. One of the original. Yeah, and it does actually say 1983 on his uh, right Right above his waistline, there mm-hmm. on his back, and you yeah. could play with the legs, and you'll see. Yeah, judge the still tightness. Some, still some tension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some serious tension. No on this baggy guy's legs, legs here. right? No, no, no baggy legs. Yeah, no loose legs here. Uh, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> and uh, uh, varying conditions, everything like that. You could get your own man at arms for fifteen to about seventy-two dollars. Whoa! It ranges. Now, and is that 72, like, he's still in the box, or? He's in the box. Okay, gotcha. And has all his stuff. Yeah. Um, I saw some out of the box, but complete around, like, 35, 45. Damn. And there's some just in, like, nothing, no accessories. Yeah, no, and yeah. maybe in some loose legs, and they go for about 15. Um, but as I mentioned, one of the first figures uh, produced in the series, He-Man Skeletor, And our next uh, competitor up to bat here, we're going to look at, and this figure is from 1981. This is Beast Man. All right. Beast Man. Man himself here. Um, Now, he has uh, what is like a, it's sort of like body armor, but Beast Man is a Beast Man. He's bright orange. (laughs) Yes, he is. And he has blue, kind of blue panties on almost. His, and Man at Arms, uh, legs are very tight. These are a tiny bit looser. Okay. Tiny bit looser. Just a little looser. But right. um, none of the paints shipped. Um, he still has uh, his armor on, which is also a good sight. Um, but Beast Man in that universe, he was the savage right-hand man of Skeletor. Um, he has controlled over. Uh, he has control over wild creatures and he, brute strength. Wow. So he controls the animal universe for bad. That yeah. So this you can check him so out. He's, he's Skeletor's guy. Yeah, he's yeah. the right hand man I of the baddie. I remember this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because was this guy on the cartoon? Yeah. Too? Yeah. Big time. Oh yeah. And um, the the cartoon itself, it was two seasons, and they were sixty five episodes a season. Yeah. And that's back in the day when we didn't call things season yeah. because we weren't smart to the business. <laughs> no, we we're smart to we the business. Privy to the inside baseball of uh, television, the broadcasting, if you will. Not yet. <laughs> and you, you know a little bit of inside baseball because you yourself um, have have a movie. Yeah, it's um, it's a true story, man. I am a filmmaker. That's yeah. correct. Yeah, you could plug it if you'd love to. It's yeah. great. I watched it. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, it's um, I'm a filmmaker, actor, but I, I've also written and directed some things. And uh, one of the movies uh, that I've done is called Slaughter Drive. And um, if you got Amazon Prime, you could stream it free right now. Slam it in there. Or um, 
you know, I mean, if you don't have Amazon Prime, you can rent it for as little, I think, as like maybe $2. So Some cool death scenes. It, I got to yeah. say. Thanks, man. <laughs> like, I got to say, I like that stuff. Thank you. Yeah, so Slaughter Drive, check that out. But yeah. that is Beast Man. And um, he, uh, this is actually kind of funny because this wasn't uh, said in the TV show. But if you like, again, if you want to talk inside baseball with Masters of the Universe, yeah. it was once said that before he was Beast Man, he was once a thuggish, thuggish human being from Earth Ooh, okay. named Biff Beast Man. Biff Beast Man. <laughs> yes. Who owned a farmyard and abused animals. Oh, no. Yeah. So then why would he get to control animals if he got to, if he was abusing them? Ask God. Yeah. <laughs> Ask the big man upstairs, G-O-D. G-O-D. Are you listening? Come on. But um, the reason that how he turned into Beast Man was he was some type of, like, scientist as well. And so okay. his, abu- his animal abuse was on his farmland. And then he was a, a scientist, and he accidentally was, like, aboard a space shuttle that went to space. Okay. And you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right. A farmer scientist on a space shuttle. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, big time bad guy. Hear big me t- out here. Yeah. <laughs> so he went to space, and he landed on uh, the planet that Skeletor lived on. Yeah. And Skeletor abducted him and then made him into Beast Man. Okay. So, so duh. <laughs> so yeah, well of course. But yeah. so maybe Skeletor was seeing what was going on down below and was like, you know what? I see all that terrible shit you're doing. Yeah, I see what you're doing. I'm Why like, don't we make you into the beast man yeah. that you are? So he dropped Biff and then became uh just Beast Man. Yeah. But again, that particular figure is from the first line in nineteen eighty one. Yeah. And you can find Beast Man's um, on ebay.com the website for anywhere between six dollars and fifty dollars yeah he's got a great belt and blue panties yeah mm-hmm. it's great and you and you know i'm noticing the one leg has some decent tension yeah it's the right leg that's a little loose yeah so. and they're still not flopping around no it's still it's still good you could probably stand him up mm-hmm. yeah in in the castle gray skull over there so yeah. yeah if you i think you almost stand it on your leg I, so I he has enough him. tension yeah yeah it's enough tension yeah, there he's good uh, the third figure, again, I had so many, so I just kind of picked some up. and I was Cherry like, picked. Yeah. yeah, cherry picked, <laughs> and I was like, I have so many. And you'll see these on our Instagram, on our Facebook, like I said before. But the next guy, I actually didn't remember, and that's why I picked him up. Okay. So this guy here, and his leg's very tight. Okay. Very He's tight legs. tight, man. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is from 1982, and his name is Triclops. Hmm. Now, if you'll notice, Ben, muscular guy like all of them. Yeah, yeah, very, very muscly. He's wearing black panties, black boots. <laughs> he has like a Green Ranger, Power Ranger type, um, like vest. Yeah, sort of. definitely. So it's like a green vest, which is the accessory for him. Okay. So I have the his accessory, and his head. There is it spins. See if you could hear it. Little, yeah. Little it ADR. spins on an axis. And he has three different eyes. Yeah. So you spin his his. There's like an axis on his head. He has a nose and a mouth, and you spin it to for his eyes. For his eyes. Yeah. He's got like a like regular everyday eye, mm-hmm. angry eye, 
an even angrier eye. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. And he was a minion of evil in Skeletor's army. Um, he wears a rotating visor helmet with three artificial eyes um, uh. as a part of it. And each eye is has a special type of vision, as you were calling them out loud. Okay. Could you guess the type of eyes? So three different eyes. What would you say they do if you had to guess? If I had to guess, um, well, okay, you got the regular eye. So this to me just seems like... Everyday eye, this is, you know, when, what's his name, Triclops? Triclops. This is when Triclops is like, you know, just going to Giant Eagle or something, just picking up. Grocery yeah, store. Just little, you know, just Kroger's. doing errands, going to Kroger's, yeah. you know, getting, <laughs> uh, getting some chipped ham, something like that. Uh-huh. You know? That seems like that kind of eye. Sweatpants, throw some sweatpants yeah, on. Just, he's got yeah. his sweats on, it's Sunday, the football game's going to come on, he's got to yeah. get some chips. Mm-hmm. The guys are coming over, you know. Yeah. They all got their armor. <laughs> all, all, in the, the, all got their armor and panties on. Yeah, some and, of yeah. them. You know, some of them get a little bit too loose leg. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you got to calm them down. Yeah. But, you know, we won't talk about that, yeah. but we don't want to embarrass anybody. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> but, oh, uh, yeah, what does that eye really do? Um, well, I couldn't tell you which eye did what, uh, okay. but I can tell you the three dynamics. <laughs> okay. yeah. Because so that's why I said name the three, okay. and then I'll say what they do. To me, it's it's regular, like perturbed. Yeah. is this one, and pissed off is yeah. the third one. Okay, so that, that's what I'm going with. So perturbed, <laughs> pissed off, angry, like pissed off, angry, and then a regular one, and then regular eyes. Yeah. So I think we'll try to do this together. Okay. Now, one of these is Distavision Eye. Okay. And the Distavision Eye gives him the ability to see for far distances. That might be the regular eye because uh, we should mention there's also eyebrows on this mask head thing, mm-hmm. and they look the most like. Like you're looking far. Yeah, like he's trying to be normal. Yeah, he's trying. Like he's got (laughs) a rotating axis. He's trying his fucking best. Which is weird that they would put eyebrows on the (coughs) helmet itself. But okay. If you lose your eyesight, I'll just say this. Not everybody's going to pick the axis for three different eyes. Yeah, true. You know, so I'm going to guess that one is Distivision, and that's ability to see far distances. So there's one night vision. Okay. And obviously that one is ability to see in the dark. Yeah, I mean... I'm guessing that's the perturbed one that I talked about. But Could be. Not well, sure. Well, maybe the third one will help you. Okay. Um, the third one is gamma vision, and that's the ability to see through objects or around them. Okay. Or around them. Well, I'll, I'll maybe that's gamma vision because this eye not only is the iris red, but the actual like white of the eye is also red as well. Mm. So. Maybe that's maybe a little gamma. filter. Yeah, there's little... some kind of filterage going on. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll go with that guy. Yeah. Um yeah, we'll go with that. That's why I said you're like, what is and I was like, I, I yeah. know the three types, <laughs> I know the three eyes. I couldn't fucking tell you. Yeah. Um, but this guy you could get from anywhere between like eight and fifty dollars I've seen. Um I do have his battle armor, which is yeah. a lot of the time falls off, so that was a cool thing. Um, some of the other ones that I've just noticed when I was looking these up, I have one called Faker that we're not going to be talking too much on the okay. show, 
which is he's he's the fake he's the fake he man he's the fake he man he's, so he's faker so he was, the ev- he was the evil one yeah. you know how like <laughs> there's the evil batman and yeah. like the evil whatever oh yeah and so basically he's blue he man okay. and i guess he's super rare and i've got him with his sword nice nice um ram man um ram man you know what he's into <laughs> like he's just full <laughs> fuck you up yeah um so that was uh you know everything like that and as i mentioned before castle grayskull I have it, and that one's from 1981. So, Very cool. And that's just the first part of the thrift haul today. Yeah. Um, do you want to go over some of your stuff, and then we'll pitch it back over to mine? Yeah, sure. Um, I went with, and again, uh, for those who maybe don't know, you know, I'm on the Neon Brainiac show, so we talk a lot of uh, old media stuff, particularly VHS. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of VHS and cassette tapes and things like that, which I can tell that you are a fan of too. Yeah. You've done some live shows here. That's right. You've, so you've I've seen your collection yep. and um, I've seen your tapes around. Yeah. Excellent boom box over there. Does that work by the yeah. way? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We could play that later. Yeah. That boom box right there was on probably um, Amanda from Ghoul on Ghoul was on the show. And okay. I think that was, Amanda from Ghoul on Ghoul podcast episode, maybe. But it was in the last five. Okay. So the boom box does work. It's nice. It jams. Yeah. It's really Mm -hmm. nice. But I um, I ended up uh, finding two VHS tapes and a cassette tape. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, this is what I got. I'll I'll, I'll start off with the bang here. Yeah. With the big one. Mm Mm-hmm. I got uh, the film Larger Than Light. Huge. Yeah. Huge, huge film. Big box VHS, like one of those old Disney kind of ones. Clamshells. Clamshell. In really nice, decent condition. The case is a little scuffed up, but the Mm -hmm. tape itself is in perfect condition. Clean, and it has all the bullshit inside. And, yeah, I I should mention, too, that the film stars Bill Murray and an an elephant. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, I've seen the movie. It's, it's, it's. You know, rather delightful. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know. Five I mean, out of five bags of popcorn. Five out of five <laughs> bags of popcorn plus two sodas. That's what I'll give it. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, it's it's fun. I mean, Bill Murray and an elephant. What could go wrong? But, uh, <laughs> like, what's cool about this is there's still the ad in here for a bunch of other different movies that I guess were put out by the same company. And, um, like, there's, like, Flipper and... Something called "Please Don't Eat the Daisies." Something Oof. like that. Maybe know. a cat. Maybe a cat horror film. I don't you know, know. cat. You know how cats oh, always eat right. grass. Yeah. Cats. <laughs> cats eat grass, and they'll just puke inside, and it's just like, brother, what <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. You know. <laughs> you know you shouldn't eat that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's pretty neat. There's like some ads inside here. Like, uh, you could get like literally one free box of Cracker Jacks. Wonder if that's still redeemable. Um, limit one. Let's see. Wonder I don't see a date on here. Hey. So. Hey. Yeah. I'm not trying to be a stickler. Oh, shit. There is. Yeah. Oh. Expires uh, November 30th of 1997. Okay. So it's a little late. We're a little late on the, yeah. on the, cra- the free you know, Cracker sometime, Jacks. Sometimes they'll give you like a day or two, you know. Yeah, a little, you know it's a little I mean, beyond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I'll, I mean, I'll try. But yeah. You get a $7 rebate on this movie that, that mm-hmm. I have here. Yeah, send that in. It's pretty neat. Yeah. I always like seeing old advertisements and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I Larger Than Life, starring Bill Murray. Um, like I said, it's 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 a pretty fun movie. 
and uh, Janine Garofalo's. Oh in it yeah, too? that's right. I was about to say who is in it. Yeah. yeah. So great, great Janine Gar- the the very great Janine Garofalo. Very great Janine Garofalo. Yeah, I totally agree with that. But yeah, it's a delightful movie. I'm glad to have it in my collection here. So. And then you also got another tape, which we kind of discussed a little bit before. A little bit because we saw like maybe a competitor for mm-hmm. this particular. And again, it's another animal movie. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of animal movies. We ha- we also passed up on a few Olsen twin movies that yeah. were there. Mm-hmm. Somebody dropped off their entire Olsen Twins collection. Yeah. So we passed on those. But I got a double feature VHS. Uh, there's with, two on that. There's two. Okay. Yeah. There's um, a, a little dog named Benji, you might know. Yeah. Yeah. Big, and it's a sealed Benji. It's totally sealed, unopened. And uh, we got Benji in Benji Call Home. Mm-hmm. Which is action, adventure, comedy, and lots of heart. So, you know, sure. it's going to be good. And then um, Benji in Puppy Love Ooh. with the zany robot Zax, oh. which I'm not familiar with. but uh, I guess we can become familiar with. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can't wait to, to meet Zax. But we, we saw in the same tape collection that there was Benji and there was also Mooch. And what yeah. was the Mooch movie? I can't remember what Mooch Mo- goes to Hollywood. Yeah, Mooch goes to Hollywood. So, I think. And like and the more you dog. say it, yeah. <laughs> the more Mooch goes to Hollywood. The more you say it, the funnier it gets. And we had like we had thought that maybe like this was like a progressive family. Yeah. And they're like, we'll let you pick. Yeah. You could do Mooch the dog yeah. or Benji the or dog. Benji. We don't either yeah. way. Whatever you, know, you want. Or you could watch Mooch first. Watch Benji later. Whatever. I mean, they they didn't. Uh, you know. Um, but Mooch <laughs> was opened. Mooch goes to Hollywood was open, yeah, so was they open. did pick Mooch, and Benji never got it. Mooch looked a little older. It looked like maybe it was from the uh, 50s or 60s. These mm-hmm. were, I think, late 70s, 80s were Benji. So Yeah, and you have to think Benji has been gone for a bit. Yeah, I think I don't think Benji the dog's in, with us anymore. Yeah, longer, like, but, you know, uh, peace sign yeah, up peace, to the Lord. Yeah, <laughs> Benji, <my> homies, yeah. <laughs> a little kiss, a little kiss for Benji. That's right, but... Yeah, I know that this family didn't discriminate against their uh, favorite dog actors. So yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, you know, they they were like, hey, we like Mooch and Benji because mm-hmm. maybe there were some people that were you know staunchly in the Mooch camp mm-hmm. and others staunchly in Benji. I mean, we all know. We yeah. all know. Yeah, we all know what that fit family picked. And then you got uh, like a cassette tape. Over I also there? got a cassette tape. Yeah, um, I got uh, classic Conway. Sweet. Wh- which is a, a best of of Conway Twitty. Mm-hmm. And uh, really, I got it because, you know, on side one, track one, there's a song called Tight Fittin' Jeans. Yep. So I just thought, hey, you know what? That Cl- sounds the like... The classic ballad yeah, it of sounds Tight like Fittin' Jeans. It would, it would be good. You know, it also features uh, Redneck and Love Making Night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Georgia Keeps Pulling on My Ring. Duh. Uh, of course. Everyone I mean, knows that. You can't have a Conway Twitty yeah. collection without Classic that. Classic Conway. I can't believe she gives it all to me. You yeah, know? I, I can't mean, either. <laughs> <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> you know that. Yeah. I, I, I really couldn't pass it up. I mean, Conway Twitty had a great voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not much of a country guy, but I do appreciate... The older country guys, like when it was like the real country. And you, you're a type of guy that you could learn. You yeah. Want- <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to start here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'll, you'll learn. Yeah. You know, tight fitting jeans. The tape is in good condition. Old school white tape. Yeah. No mold or nothing. And uh, mm. couldn't pass it up. Not roached at all. No, yeah. not roached at all. And 
But that, that's that was uh, yeah my thrift. Yeah, and I also got a VCR, which yeah, oh, I, I didn't yeah, bring in the yeah, house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a, a whole intact VCR. Yeah, I did. It's just a VCR. Yeah, a VCR, Magnavox. It look, I hope it works. Is we'll, it for we'll the see. garage? You said. Yeah, I need one down there because I, I hang out in the garage when it's nice out. So yeah, I'll, dude, I love it. Throw some tapes in. Maybe I'll throw this Benji tape in. Yeah, we'll see. never know. Yeah. Um. So the next piece of the thrift haul, which um, how I got the the Masters of the Universe figures and Castle Grayskull. I also got a complete lot of vintage 1990s posters. I have, um, since again, we're from Western Pennsylvania, the show tapes in Pittsburgh. So I have no joke to the left of me still. I've, I've rolled them and rolled them back up. I have seven vintage Pittsburgh Steelers and Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah posters one of which i snaked too oh that's right yeah, yeah you I got snaked, one of those was a yom or yager one yeah. and these range from super uh there's a super bowl 30 poster yeah um some of the posters are entire uh like your team picture mm-hmm. so a lot of mario lemuse yep. a lot of yom or yagers in there um and that's not just all too and that could we could do a whole episode just on those seven yeah but the big bangers, somehow those aren't. Yeah. The big bangers are from the 1990s. We have vintage basketball yeah. posters. Some very There was a huge David Robinson fan that dropped off some posters. And so there are three David Robins, Robinson posters. Yeah. One, he's in his locker room. And it yep. says cent- center of attention. Yep, because he was the center. The big five zero. Yeah, he was the center on on the basketball team. Yeah. And that's what they pitched in the writing room, yeah. and it went. They <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so it's in gorgeous shape. It's Very in your much. traditional bubbly sort of '90s letters, like mm-hmm. your teals and your pink, yep. which I love. Um, the next one is uh, Mr. Robinson's and um, Mr. It, Robinson's neighborhood. Then. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Robinson's neighborhood. <laughs> and um, it has a, like it has like Nike shoes on the poster. It's like, a, <laughs> yeah. it's a Nike ad. Yeah. Um, it's... Mr. Robinson's in the neighborhood is a Nike ad. So the vintage Nike shoes on it, it has like a living room set up on the yeah, poster. I'm seeing that now. It, it like, was this a failed TV pilot? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> But it's a beautiful poster. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And then the classic, the Admiral. The Admiral. It says the Admiral, and the third poster of him is him slam dunking a basketball. He's just about to dunk that ball. And I'll ask you, because I know we set off yeah. Mike. We we're, 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 are 90s basketball fans. Yeah. Do you know why they called him the Admiral? I guess not, no. I do, because David Robinson was in the Navy. Really? Yeah. Mr. David Robinson was in the Navy. He was in the Navy. The yeah. Admiral. I think maybe maybe he played basketball for the Navy, yeah. and that's how it they would be likely. the NBA. But yeah, yeah, it like, would be likely. I'm pretty sure he was uh, in the U.S. Navy. But he yeah. was the center for the San Antonio Spurs for forever, one he of the was. best to ever shoot a basketball. I agree. He was an excellent basketball player, and I got to I gotta say, I mean— I was very impressed at the amount of buckets he made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, the next one, um, I I think could be my favorite poster because mm-hmm. it might be my favorite basketball player ever. Now the the David you. Robinson's posters are literally gorgeous. They are. This is sort of like that Nike one is pure nineties. Yeah, I mean just the placement and so much that's going on there. I love it. The composition, yeah, the lettering, it's just it screams nineties at you. But yeah. And this this last poster is it kind of reminds me it reminds me of like a Godsmack album cover a almost. little bit which and weirdly enough we saw a we very saw tiny <laughs> Godsmack shirt a very tiny Godsmack <laughs> very shirt tiny Godsmack shirt there was a very small Godsmack fan but uh. this poster this basketball poster is Dennis Rodman yes Dennis Rodman Dennis the Rodman. worm the worm himself man uh, uh, Kim Jong un or ills like mm-hmm. buddy yeah yeah. Right? yeah do you remember that whole thing where <laughs> yeah. he like did that and everybody's like brother what are you doing yeah. he's like i don't know he's, i don't know i like i got We're friends yeah but dennis rodman oh my gosh yeah. um he uh when probably my age range i remember him playing for the chicago bulls yes. more so yes but he also he that wasn't his career team no he started on the pistons yeah and a lot of people know him from the Pistons. Yeah, because they won, I think, a couple championships. Yep. And um, honestly, I think a lot of people forget how good of a basketball player he really was. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's it's sort of overshadowed by he came he became very flamboyant with his mm-hmm. outfits and things like that. He became a personality that yeah, he talked about. Exactly. So but I, he could he one of the best rebounders uh, ever in the game. Yeah, ever ever, ever to this yeah. day. I mean, they didn't they called him the worm for that, you know, because he was able to worm in there and get the ball away from you. And so. he legit was one of my um because when I was younger, my dad forced me into, like, every sport there was. Okay. Yeah. Every sport there was. And I played basketball for 10 years. Okay. I was not the best at ball handling. Yeah. I had an okay shot. Okay. But the thing was, I wasn't great at ball handling. Yeah. And you needed to set that up to do it. Yeah. So if somebody would pass it to me and I immediately shot, it was fine. Okay. But – the thing I was known for, and I was also picked for a few all-star teams. All right, nice. Was my rebounds. The rebound. And yeah. I was a small dude. It's very important, the rebound. I was scrappy. Yeah. I was scrappy. Scrappy. And I got that from Dennis Rodman. And that's something that I regrettably taped over. Like, in the in the early 2000s, I did backyard wrestling. Oh, nice. And... um. My parents growing up would record me playing basketball because yeah. my dad was the coach. Okay. Nice. And my mom would record me doing it. Yeah. I accidentally taped over my basketball memories with okay. like backyard wrestling. But there is a there was a classic home video of me, Todd the Bod. Yeah. Who got I would call myself that. Okay. <laughs> and it was from it was cause of Dennis Rodman, because he called himself Rod the Bod. Rod the Bod. Okay. So I was I was Todd the Bod was on the court. And my dad is just screaming at me, yeah. screaming at me <laughs> in this fucking film. And you see me like you see this kid like stepping on my toe here and there, like not nothing like big time. But yeah. he'd like pass me step on my toe, like sort of just get like I'm like, what is this? And yeah. my dad would be like, get it. And like so the last scene of it is like my dad, you can't hear what he's saying, but you just hear like. Wah, 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 
yeah. and then I just deck the kid. Nice. I I knocked him the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Not unlike what the worm might do. Yeah. yeah. So I knocked him the fuck Taking out. Taking some cues from the worm. And the video immediately cut. It and it was like, oh, he's, he's like, oh no. <laughs> you just hear like you you see me do it, and then you just hear the crowd like, oh, and uh. then cut. <laughs> Because I decked the kid. I don't even know his name. Uh, I just got so far. I used to get so angry because, like, my dad would yell at me. Yeah. Like, I liked basketball, but, like, I just wasn't – like, I didn't want to get into sports. Yeah. Like, I just didn't want to be a sports guy. I'm a sports fan. Love it. Watch the NFL draft that was on yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, love it. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely. Same and, here. We. I think I surprised you yeah. a few minutes ago. I was like, I'm a big football guy, too. And people think I'm not legit. Yeah. But <laughs> listeners of the show, they've. I've, I've always talked about sports on it. But, uh, yeah, so I wish I wouldn't have recorded over it, but it was me decking uh, a person live on video. And yeah. I'm smaller than him. Yeah. And so, like, and I don't remember. I was so angry that it was one of those things that I just did, and then I immediately started crying. Yeah. Like I, was, I know what you mean. Like, yeah. I just got so – and I immediately started crying. Like, immediately walked off just crying. Yeah. So I didn't apologize to kid. I don't even remember what the kid looked like. But it was pretty clear. Like, I just had a fucking meltdown in front of the whole gym. Like, it happens. Yeah. You like, know, things ho- get heated when you're playing ball, you know? The whole gym I had a meltdown in front of. And that was quite common yeah. for me at that age. <laughs> just melting down in front just of, like, down. in front of, melting down in front of a Catholic school gym yeah. was like, <laughs> that was no, the one like, to do it. Here we go. Here goes Toddy again. But. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, weirdly enough, I played basketball too. Um, it was the only sport I was ever good at. I was mm-hmm. never good at any other. No, sport. I was not bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like, um, but what I remember is I was I was a kind of a tiny kid too, mm-hmm. and I was like I always fluctuated between second and third string point guard for the Moon Tigers. All right, and Moon um, that's a that's a city in Western Pennsylvania. Yes, it's a, it's a city. Yeah, for or yeah a township. If <laughs> Moon you will. is a place yeah, here. Moon. There's Mars. also Mars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's a little spacey out here. Yeah. But um, yeah. I I all I remember my biggest memory from basketball, um, actually two. I'll just I'll do two quick ones. One was mm-hmm. there was a kid that on our team that was very good at point guard, mm-hmm. very good. He was first string, and he moved away, and I was very oh. excited because that meant opportunity. Comes I got to play to Ben. But all I remember was everyone else on the team was very disappointed. You know, like oh, there was like, I was like, well, hey guys, I'll I'll bring the ball down the court yeah, and call like, the play. Like it's I'm okay. I'm not him, but yeah. like, <laughs> like what am I chop liver? Yeah, over here? like <laughs> come on. Yeah, I'll try to ball out. But in I, this is a true story. You might not believe this is a true story. Uh, seventh grade, so I'm, I was what probably twelve years old. I was on the traveling team for okay. Moon Area High or yeah. Junior High, I guess it was then, and um, we had a long bus ride, you know, because like you travel around to different schools and play. A very long bus ride. I had to to urinate mm-hmm. very bad. Mm-hmm. Um, we get off the bus, we run into the locker room, but all the bigger gentlemen all went to the restrooms before me. Again, I was little and mm-hmm. kind of shy, and mm-hmm. I was just like, mm-hmm. okay, you guys go. But Not it was, quite the big dick energy. I didn't have the big dick energy then. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't have the BDE. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I have it so much now either, but yeah. I'm trying. You yeah. know, I'm still learning at 35. But um, anyway, I couldn't hold it anymore. 
Mm-hmm. Now, when you played a, a, in the traveling team, you had to dress up. I don't know if you guys did. You had to wear a tie that day if you had a game. We didn't have a traveling team because we were at Catholic school. Okay. Good. So, like, okay. we yeah. didn't okay. participate in real kid things. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you had to come to our gym. Yeah. <laughs> well, we yeah, you have to wear a tie. So, I had, like, tie and, like, slacks on. And so, I, I, pissed, I, I proceeded to <laughs> run into the corner of the locker room and piss myself. <laughs> Nobody with, pants on? with my pants on. Nobody saw this. Okay. Yeah. So what <laughs> I did, purpose, though, sort of. I mean, yeah. yeah I just yeah. I didn't know what else to do. It just had to come out. You know, <laughs> I I couldn't control it anymore. <laughs> I pissed myself, and I took off my pants, hung them in the locker room to dry, and put on my basketball shorts mm-hmm. over top of my pea-soaked Peace. boxers. I, yeah, yeah, you did. Now I reeked of urine. <laughs> And proceeded to play the best game of basketball of my life because no one wanted to guard me. So you were Jordan with the flu, baby. That's right. You were Jordan with the flu. I was Jordan with the flu, smelling like pee. And I seriously, I had the best game of my life. And, I, and no, yeah. and no one was worried about the kid that moved away anymore. No, no one was worried then. No, of course did, not. Did anyone know that it was piss? No, nobody. No one called me out on it. Nothing. I mean, I'm sure. Like when the when it seeped through a little bit, they probably just thought I was sweating. You know yeah. what I mean? They just thought I was. Oh, Deedles is going hard tonight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and he he's stinks bo- a little bit, but <laughs> hey, whatever. He's 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 sinking a lot of buckets tonight. Yeah. So. Let him go. Whatever's working Moon for him. Moon area high school <laughs> memories, right? Yeah. Oh, junior high. Junior yeah, high. Yeah. But, sorry. Yeah. High school. That'd yeah. be, I'd be. That'd be awesome if you pissed yourself in high school <laughs> and, and did yeah. that. I never did in high school, but I'm not kidding you. Dead true story. I mean, totally true. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, pissed myself. Had a, had a great basketball game. That's yeah. <laughs> I uh, I was yeah. I was just the rebounding scrappy guy. And when my dad, my dad was the coach, right? Mm-hmm. And so when he got kicked, he, he, my friend's dad and my dad were the two head coaches. Yeah. And they both committed adultery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and like straight up adultery. And so I, w- I belonged to a Catholic school. So then they were um, kicked out. They okay. were kicked out. And my one's, my one's friend, his dad was the coach. Well, my friend's new dad Oh no! Like the new man. Yeah. The new man was the coach. <laughs> was the coach, and okay. he was a doctor. Oh no! And he benched me. He benched me. Benched you, man. He oh. benched me for somebody named Kevin. Oh, of course. Kevin yeah. wasn't that Kev- good. Kevin wasn't good. Now, of the five starting players yeah. on my squad, I will openly <laughs> admit that I was the fifth best. Okay. I was the second best rebounder, though. Yeah. And you know that one kid who was just huge for whatever reason in grade school? Uh huh. Oh yeah. Like just like gigantic already. Yeah. He was like already had a beard. Yeah. Kinda. yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. He was like shaving. Uh huh. Like in your twelve. Yeah. And you're like, I don't even have armpit hair yeah. yet. Like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. And so he ended up actually being a, a star in high school, and it even went under college ball. Oh wow. And so he was like a legit player. Yeah. I was just under him at rebounds. Okay. And I got benched for Kevin. For Kevin. And Kevin couldn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, Did I Kevin will... have an in with this coach? or? Um, well, the thing was is since my dad was the coach, yeah. 
there was often that rumor like I was only starting because because of the nepotism because of because of that yeah and so when a new coach was put in he took me out for Kevin okay um the truth behind it all is probably because of my on court behavior okay. <laughs> it's what probably yeah. because of the blow ups yeah, yeah. because uh, <laughs> when I would knock somebody the fuck out like <laughs> not unlike the worm dude I yeah. mean he would have the blow ups too and that's Dennis Rodman yeah I mean yeah. come on and I was just like yeah dude I like dresses and earrings and yeah. then like later <laughs> yeah. I'm like oh that meant I was like half gay <laughs> duh that's why I was doing that Mostly gay. No, so. I mean, yeah, no, you were just trying to emulate, you know, what yeah, you saw so on television. I was, yeah, yeah, I, I was benched for Kevin, and like, still to this day, I, I like, I feel something for that. Yeah. Like that was like, ugh. no, I believe it. it's the same way I felt when I was like, oh, I'm gonna get to start the games now, and not sit the bench <laughs> most of the game, and they were like, oh, what are we gonna do without Josh? Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, hey, you know, I can play basketball. It's like know? when you're doing like stand up at an open mic, and somebody fucking crushes it, and yeah, it's like, and next up, got- Bandidos. <laughs> yeah, and, and you're, you're like, like, hey guys. <laughs> Hey, what's the deal with uh, that guy? He's hey, pretty I, funny, right? I'm still doing bits here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They're not terrible, but they're... Uh. So that was the thrift haul. We had the He-Man action figures, Castle Grayskull. We had the vintage 90s posters. We have over a dozen. Some of them yeah. are sealed. Um, I didn't even mention we got a PS2 today. A PS2 and a VC, uh, hopefully VCR, working VCR. Benji tapes, so we killed it. But um, we're going to take a quick commercial break and since it's the start of a new season that means we're playing a new game so say goodbye to vintage versus modern and after the break we're playing thrifty trivia trivia see you then by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and call the professionals Werewolf Ambulance. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your horror movie comedy podcast needs. We're We're ready ready to to believe you. Wait, when are we going to change that? (laughs) (laughs) We're ready to entertain you? works for me werewolfambulance.loopsin.com or wherever you listen to podcast so coming back from break ben yeah what a break it was we are about to experience a brand new thing on thrifty podcast so we're gonna do this game for the first time i'm excited you're trying it out on me man yeah so we're gonna workshop it with you so that way when josh is back yeah you workshop with me now okay and so when josh is back on the show, yeah, I'll be tip-top shape. Yeah, exactly. You'll be ready for Josh, and there's no way he can be like, ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know. Because your tag team partner <laughs> in the Neon Brainiacs podcast, Greg Harrington. Yes, my boy Greg. He was on 
like three, four weeks ago, mm-hmm. and we played Vintage versus Modern. Great episode. I listened to it. Thank you. Yeah, I yeah. did, I did listen you. to that one. Thank, yeah. Hey, thanks. Yeah. And I know you guys were pretty successful on that one, both Yeah, games. so the game yeah. went well, and I did. I performed so well in that game that the following week when I, we did the live show and yeah. I played the same game against Josh – Crushed. I slid his throat. Yeah. Cru- yeah. In front Annihilated. Of, yeah. In front of a live, in front of millions of people Just on a live crushed. stream, right? Yeah. <laughs> millions. <Crushed>. Yeah. <laughs> so my hope is, so Greg from the Neon Brainiacs helped me do that. Okay. So with this new game, Ben from the Neon Brainiacs. You figured, bring in a Brainiac. Bring in a yeah. Brainiac. <laughs> yeah. And, and we'll try out the game. We'll try it. Yeah. But we're calling this Thrifty Thrivia Trivia. Check. One, two. Thrifty trivia, trivia. So with this new game, it's actually going to be based on our thrift haul. Yeah. So we're going to formulate questions for one another based on our thrift haul, and it will be a multiple choice answer. Yes. So there's going to be two questions. I'm going to ask you one. You're going to throw one back. Yeah. And then go back again, just like vintage versus modern. And these questions that we formulated for one another is loosely based, or even maybe more than loosely based, on our thrift haul. Yes. So it has some wiggle room Okay. in this. Yeah. And I feel like my counterpart, Josh Last Call Larkin, is going to be um, going to be mad at the wiggle room that I may take with it. Okay. So yeah. first question for you, Ben. All right. This talks about our He-Man and the Masters of the Universe piece. Bring it on. Though never shown in the actual series, Ben, it was merely talked about. This torture chamber was a parent's nightmare. Okay. It was a torture chamber that was a a playset. For okay. He-Man and Masters of the Universe. It was a playset in that world, and they said that it was a nightmare for parents. Okay. A, the slime pit. B, the shock dungeon. C, Beast Man's cave. Okay. Or D, none of the above. Also, always D is none of the above. Yeah, which yeah we did discuss. So what was a parent's nightmare? The slime pit... The Shock Dungeon, Beast Man's Cave, or none of these, none of the above. I um, I'm gonna go with my gut here, mm-hmm. and you know, parents generally don't like things that get messy. Okay. You know, I I mentioned off mic, I was a big Ghostbusters fan. Ooh, yeah. I used to have the firehouse, you know, Ooh. like or yeah, the fire, the Ghostbusters firehouse, you know, mm-hmm. you could put the Egon and stuff in there. Yeah. And it always came with slime. Which my parents would never let me have because, you know, I'd, slime I'd, everywhere. I'd get it all over the carpet. So my immediate gut reaction is the slime pit. So you, um, A, the slime pit. I'm going A, the slime pit. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. The correct answer what Masters of the Universe playset torture chamber. Was a parent's nightmare. The correct answer is A, the slime yes, pit. Yes, yes. The slime pit. So that was correct. The reason why it was a parent's nightmare is because there would be slime everywhere, much yep. like your Ghostbusters playset. Yep. 
Also, it was very costly. Okay. The reason why it was costly is when the slime ran out, you had to buy two action figures that came packaged with the slime. With slime, yep. So if you wanted more slime for your kids, yeah. you'd have to buy two action figures to get that slime. Yep. So it was a nightmare for parents because slime was everywhere. Yeah. And you when the slime messed wasn't. Messed up the carpet. Yeah. Yep. When the slime wasn't everywhere. <laughs> yep. You had to buy more slime. You had to buy more slime. It was expensive. Um, I thought you'd go for the shock dungeon. I just couldn't see how that would be a real toy. And then we talked about Beast Man, so I was like, what if we do Beast Man's cave because he's a bad guy? And then, of course, the very popular None of the Above. But the slime pit, so you got one out of one for Ben. Yeah, I just know how much parents love their carpets, Mm -hmm. and they don't want ectoplasm or He-Man slime anywhere near them. So. And they hate spending money. They hate that, too. They hate to love they you. They hate it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hate it. Mm-hmm. No McDonald's. We got food at home, right? Always. Always, Always. Man. Never no. the bigger fry. You're never nope. going to eat it. <laughs> no. Nope. never going to finish it. No, nope. You're not going to finish it. Mm-hmm. Forget it. Yeah. Nope. So one out of one. All right. One out of one. So the first, take it. The first question nailed it. Hit nailed me with it. the first one. Okay. So I picked up. A movie we talked about earlier, the Benji double feature here, still sealed. Yeah. All right. So, which famous 80s comedian starred in a movie with Benji the dog? And it wasn't a Benji film? It, uh, let The same dog. It's, well, no. Benji was in it, but, yeah, the same dog. Gotcha. I got it. I guess you consider it. In the Benji canon. Got it. But I completely get it, it. The title didn't have Benji in it. I'll, gotcha. I'll give you at least that. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. So which famous 80s comedian starred in a movie with Benji the dog? All right. You have A, Rodney Dangerfield. Oh. You got B, Chevy Chase. Oh, man. Those are both good. C, Steve Martin. Or D, none of the above. Always as, none of as the above. As we know, that's always none of the above. Man, A, B, and C make me horny for the right answer. <laughs> I'm horny for A, B, and C being right because they both make so much sense. And D, none of the above is genius or always, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but you have um, – the first three are definitely – I could see either one of – any of them. Mm-hmm. But it's one of them, so two of them are a lie. I'm going to rule out none of the above right now. Okay. Because they all seem, they all seem great. Yeah, I'm gonna rule out Steve Martin, because I feel like Steve Martin was his own thing, mm-hmm. sort of. Like he did music and other funny stuff. Yeah, and I and I don't and not that he would not succeed in this role, but I think he was more just like an independent talent. Um, Chevy Chase would do anything for money. Mm-hmm. And Rodney Dangerfield would just be straight up, oh, it's a dog. Oh, it's a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, dog mud. isn't giving me any respect. Oh, m- money. There's mud in the house, <laughs> and it's a dog, and I'm stressed. Um, I'm going to go B, Chevy Chase, because I think he would do anything for money. B, Chevy Chase, starred with Benji. Final answer. Final answer. Final answer. That is correct. Wow, let's Chevy go. Chevy Chase. Let's go, baby. Starred in Oh Heavenly Dog. Oh Heavenly Dog. With Benji. Let's and go. Coincidentally, Jane Seymour, who mm-hmm. was um, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. 
So Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, but yeah, it's actually like a weird murder mystery where Chevy Chase gets stabbed in the back <laughs> and reincarnates as Benji and has to solve the mystery of his death. Yo, I'd like to smoke some of that good good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually, like, kind of fun. I, I, watch, I yeah. watch that, dude. <laughs> I have it on VHS, so yeah. Yeah, that's fucking sick. <laughs> nice. Okay. Good job, man. So we're both uh, one for one. One in here. one. Yeah. So both... Uh, the first two questions of this segment yeah. have been, okay, we've done it. We did it. So um, we talked, uh, and this is still relating to He-Man, um, we talked about uh, earlier in the episode that He-Man um, sort of uh, was over, the market was oversaturated yeah. and that uh, had something to do with the, the decline of the sales of the franchise. Okay. But there was another another franchise um, that stepped in to take the place of He-Man, and this was never confirmed, but it, they were. It was going on at the same time as they were the final death nail. Okay. So the question is: the stock of He-Man was at three hundred and fifty million in nineteen eighty-five. Whoa! But the bottom fell out in 1987 as they were broke two years later. Whoa, okay. The main reason was attributed to what series? Whoa. A, the Ninja Turtles. Okay. B, Transformers. Okay. C, the Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's tough. D, none of the above. Oh, man. Now, I'm not saying that all of them didn't contribute a bit. Yeah. But this was the main leading cause that they felt like oversaturation and these toys and series killed it. Okay. So A, the Ninja Turtles Ooh. killed it. B, Transformers killed it. C, the Ghostbusters killed it. Yeah. Or D, none of them. None of them killed it. And I'd made all of those up, and the correct answer is something I didn't write down. <sighs> okay. What year? What was the year that it fell out? 87. The bottom, they were broke by 87. Broke by 87. And in 1985, they had 350 million. Okay. All mm -hmm. right. This mm -hmm. is tough because I'm trying to think. I think Ghostbusters, the cartoon, started in 1986, I want to say. About two years after the movie came out. So could they have tanked the franchise in a year? Yeah, see, I don't know. It's tough because the Ninja Turtles were a mm -hmm. big ass deal. Sure. I feel like, and not to no shade against the Ghostbusters, but mm -hmm. uh, man, that's really tough. Because I mean, I don't know. But, but the Turtles could have been a little late because the series picked up a little later. Yeah, see, I'm I'm but trying they, to figure out when Turtles started. But the action figures were around. Yeah. a long time. So yeah. yeah, and then Transformers. That was big too. You had toys that were transforming. Yeah, and we never really did that shit. Yeah, that's true. So they're all there, or something I didn't mention. There could be another yeah, franchise out there. It could be another franchise out there that tanked He-Man and the Masters of the Universe that we're not thinking about. I well, feel like I'm I feel like you're, you're trying to lead me down the Transformers path because. It, like you said, the toys were uniquely different. Mm -hmm. But did did Transformers start? I'm 
want to say that started earlier than 87. Yeah, no, I can't. Yeah. I can't ask. I can't ask. Well, I mean, I don't know the an- I know the right answer. Yeah. And the other ones, I don't know the answer. Okay. So I could tell you. Yeah. If it were the answer. Okay. But I, I'm not going to say what started when. What tanked He-Man? Mm-hmm. Um. The Man. main cause, they said. The main there cause. There were other causes, but okay. this is the what tanked. The main cause that tanked He-Man. And the masters of the universe. No more moss pits. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um... Man, I you know I love Ghostbusters. It's, it's like the best. I, you know, listeners of my show know I'm a giant Ghostbusters nerd. But I'm I just, I'm just gotta go with my gut. I'm going Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which I think was C. It was A. Oh, A. Sorry. So you a. might. Are you confident? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I'm going A. <laughs> A, Ninja Turtles. A, Ninja Turtles, and that's your final answer. Yeah. The correct answer is A, the Teenage Mutant yes. Ninja Turtles, Ben <laughs> Deedles yes. from Neon Brainiacs, two out of two. Yes. Woo. Two out of two. And the interesting thing is when Greg was on the show for the game we played, which yeah. was a different game, he <laughs> was two out of two. So the Brainiacs are four out of four that's right, on baby. Thrifty Podcast. All right. So you got two right. I mean, they were just such a phenomenon. I, yeah. I think it was just such. It really captured kids' imaginations. That show and mm-hmm. and yeah, I. It's still even to even today. They still, still reboot it every Turtles. five to eight years. Yeah. They still reboot it. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. Yeah, great. Gotcha. So two out of two. So geez. So three out of three were right. Yeah. And there's a 25 percent chance of getting these right. Yeah, you got you we, got a chance. We got yeah, it. Yeah, so. so three out of three. So I have to I have to now <laughs> I have to get this one right. All right. All right. I got a kind of a tough one for you. So okay, okay. I'm bringing it on this. I got twenty five chance percent chance of getting it you right do. though. You have a twenty five percent chance. Uh-huh. Okay. So as we were talking about earlier, we we're talking about Bill Murray. Yeah. Because I got Larger Than Life, the big box VHS. So, um, I'm going to throw a little Bill Murray trivia at you. Bill Murray trivia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, as some people might not know, is that Bill Murray never had a talent agent. He just had a 1-800 number mm-hmm. that you could call and leave a message. And if Bill felt like it, he'd call you back. Mm-hmm. That's literally how it works. And it's still how it works to this day. That's Bill how, stuff. That's just Bill stuff. That's Bill's just, doing Bill. That's how Bill works. Yeah. Okay. If you want Bill Murray in your movie, you call the 1-800 number. You leave a message, that's that. He'll he'll figure it I out. I mean, if, if he wants to do it, he'll call you back. If he doesn't, you won't hear from Bill that's Murray. That's it. You're not going to get a text yeah. or an email. It was, it was the same way in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So because of this practice, he lost out on a lot of movies. In retrospect, he would have liked to have done. Just too many. Was, and he didn't follow he up. He didn't because he was hanging out being Bill Murray, being cool somewhere, and mm-hmm. not checking his messages. Okay. So, which movie did Bill Murray wish he would have starred in? Okay. In the 80s? We're doing 80s. In, we're, uh, 80s and 90s. Okay, here. okay, okay. 80s, early 90s. I, I'm throwing okay. at you here. Okay. So, we got A, Three Amigos. Mm-hmm. B, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. C, 
Curly Sue. Curly Sue. Yeah, kind of a deeper one. Okay, okay. Or D, none of the above. As we know. Or D, none of the above. Ugh. The dreadful D. Yeah. Of thrifty trivia trivia. Yeah. A game I made up. Yeah. <laughs> a game I made up. The dreadful D. There's even yeah. a made up word in the game, which is cool. Trivia. Right? I love it. Yeah. Okay. One and two. Scratch that. A and V seem like the perfect crime. Who Framed Roger Rabbit and the Three Amigos seems like a perfect crime. But I feel like I may be a, the biggest idiot in the world, but I fucking feel like he was in Three Amigos. No. Nope. He wasn't. Okay. He wasn't with Steve Martin. It was Steve, Steve. Chevy, and Martin Short. In that. It was Martin Short. Yeah. Okay. They seem like the perfect crime. Three uh, C is Curly Sue. And that one's got me a little horny. Yeah. Because that one is just sticking out there. Because that's not something you just write down and think of. And then D, none of the above, is always fun. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. What movie did Bill Murray want to participate in, but in retrospect fucked up and didn't? It's basically like he saw the movie and realized, oh. I could have been that. I could have done it if I would have checked my messages. Oh. God, I'm going to say the correct answer to that is C, Curly Psych. No, no. Check it out. A, Three Amigos, final answer. A, Three Amigos. It's your final answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Final answer, Three Amigos. The correct answer is B, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And I showed my ass because that was my (laughs) third choice. (laughs) I said C, A, like a... Yeah. You know when they say, like, you go with your gut, and it's probably right. My gut was C and then A. Now, C. I showed my asshole. Curly <laughs> Sue was a John Hughes movie. John Hughes actually wanted Bill Murray in that movie, but Jim Belushi Jim, took that role. Jim Belushi. And uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Bill wish he would have done, because it was so revolutionary at the time Card- because of animated. the cartoon animation and mixed with live action. And it was raunchy, yeah. a raunch. And which he picture. ended up doing anyway with Space Jam. So, yeah, you know. love that. Yeah, we could talk about that all so, night. Close. I know that was a tough one. I can't believe. See that? Yeah, I showed my asshole. Yeah, though. <laughs> like <laughs> my bare asshole. No, man, that's a tough one, dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See, Curly Sue. I got. That give was. You I knew it was a sidewinder. That's why I threw that. Well, in see, there. the thing is, like Curly Sue, it takes a brainiac. Yeah. <laughs> To kind of think of Curly Sue, so I was like, why would someone say Curly Sue? Yeah. Like, that's not somebody, someone doesn't say it. Yeah. It's the answer. <laughs> but then I was just like, but it's a brainiac I'm dealing with. Yeah. And I'm like, and then that's, and my, and then my, bra- my brain said it's a brainiac I'm yeah. dealing with. And so then my next piece was like, okay, what could you see him in? I'm like, oh, I, I, almost, I thought he was in Three Amigos. So like, yeah, Three Amigos. Yeah. That's why I said that. Which makes that. sense, yeah. Yeah, Martin Short. Martin yeah, Short. Yeah, it was Martin, yeah. For like, oh, we're talking like a split second. In my mind, I was like, it's D, none of the above, and he was in the all of these movies. Yeah, and he was in all of them. Like, yeah. even like a smaller role. Yeah, like, no. That would have actually been a good way. And to so trick. that's why, yeah. and that's why I, I sort of was like, was he in? Was he in? Was he a three amigo? Yeah. And you're like, no. I'm like, okay, so he wasn't in the others. Yeah. 
That would have been an int. Yo. That would have been a good. Yeah, Yo, see, this is some information that when I play against Josh. Yeah, see, now you know. Yeah. Because, like, what if I had. Yeah, he'd, he'd be all three. Bill Murray would have been in all three of those films. And then. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> so he could have said none of the above. Yeah. Okay, so you win. Okay. You hey, win. It was a tough one. I'm just. I'm a huge Bill Murray nerd, so I know that. But yeah, he wished, uh, he, wished he would have taken the role that Bob Hoskins played in Who Framed mm-hmm. Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. So. That's great. Yeah. So that was Thrifty Thrivia Trivia with Hell Ben yeah. Deedles of Neon Brainiacs. And it's been a heck of an episode, Ben. Yeah, it's been pretty good. And, hey, before we sign off here, uh-huh. I, just, I brought some gifts for you. Oh, really? A couple movies. Okay. Movie I made. A movie called um, – actually, the first feature-length movie I ever made. Okay. It's called Captain Slick Pants. Yo, and I just figured you Captain would like this Slick one. Pants. Yeah, I just figured you would like that one. Okay, that's cool. It's a goofy BPO films. Very kind of dry physical comedy. Kind Dude, of I'll thing. watch this. And this is the BPO films mixtape volume one. BPO films is my film company that I, uh, yeah. I do with my boys Ryan Littner and Blake O'Donnell. Uh, who Blake was here filming the uh, podcast night? Podcast yeah. night. We did podcast night at the Tolma a few episodes ago, yeah. and. Blake was yeah, here. Blake was here to film. He that. had a blast, by the way. I Blake saw him had the other a night. blast. Yeah, he was like, "That was a lot of fun. I would definitely come to another one." Sick. Well, there's gonna be one another in the summer. And um, this is just a bunch of short films that we've done, like a some bunch, sketches, and a short bunch films. of short films. And we call it a mixtape because it's like our version of a mixtape. Dude, tape. you don't know how much I appreciate this. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. I'm definitely gonna rock these, dude. Yeah, I'm so hyped for these. Brought some gifts for you, so yeah. Well, yeah. thank you for coming on. Thank you for the gifts. Thanks for having me. Um, usually when I guest on podcasts, I bring gifts, but I only bring gifts because I'm thrifting like three days a week. Well, so I you, find whatever and give it to the, which my wife put up, uh, I got to take one of the piggies home that you, you brought us. My uh, wife has it up in her car right now. When I was so. on neon brainiacs, I, I brought vintage window cling Halloween pigs. Yeah. Skeleton. They were dressed as skeletons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And great. they put them up in the car or something. And the cutest leather face you ever seen in your life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah a little leather, leather face doll Which I gifted. Greg still has in his, his little cubby over there. So great episode. Heck of a haul. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Got some cool VHS tapes with yep. Ben. And then also some 1990s vintage sports posters. David Robinson, Dennis Rodman. We got Penguins. We got Steelers, both of the Pittsburgh professional sports teams. And some of these posters I didn't look are going to be on future episodes. Yeah. Because Josh is a huge Pittsburgh Penguins fan. Nice. So he's going to love those. That's awesome. I want to give a quick shout out to Commonwealth Press, our sponsor, CWPress.com. If you go to CWPress.com, order 50 t-shirts, you get 12 for free. Softest shirts in America. They don't say that. I say that. Mm -hmm. Just type in promo code THRIFTYPODCAST. So if you have a podcast or if you have a band or you just want shirts made, 50 shirts, you get 12 for free, promo 12 for free promo code thrifty podcast cwpress.com thanks to bluffs for alternate reality the theme to our show for many reasons and now all bluffs music could be found at bluffs.bandcamp.com um ben if you have anything to to pitch or plug coming up for you just um yeah check out um, my podcast neon brainiacs uh which i co-host with my buddy greg who was on the show a few weeks ago uh, we do exclusively 80s horror 
Um, it's a lot of fun. And, yeah, if you guys want to check out any of my films, um, I got a couple on Amazon Prime. Or you can go to bpofilms.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, all that. So just Google BPO Films. You can see some of my work. And with your uh, work that you gave me today, I'll be talking about these on future episodes. Nice. I'm sure. So nice. BPO Films will be represented. And uh, for everybody else out there, get roached. <laughs>